Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Ultimate Life. This is episode 718. And I picked this picture, uh, again, I hope you're watching the video, I picked this picture uh, of the airport behind me for a reason because um, it's kind of fuzzy, but, you know, in the airport, what do you do? Well, we have baggage, right? And I don't know about you, but uh, have you ever run through the airport with too much baggage and you're just, you know, schlepping and, and it's heavy and you're frustrated and you're worried about getting to the place on time? So today's episode I titled Deleting Excess Baggage, right? And sometimes we buy things and we think, oh, it'll be okay. And then taking it home, dragging stuff through the airport. It's like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. So uh, it's metaphorical, obviously, because we're not going to really talk much about airports, but we are going to talk about deleting excess baggage. So what is baggage? The last couple of episodes I talked about creating the future and you know, building the things that you want and your ability as a divine being to create whatever you want. And so, so in that process of creating what you want, there is a, there's a, a physics, right? If I'm going to build something, if I'm climbing a mountain and I'm carrying a super heavy backpack, it's harder than if I am just climbing the mountain with no extra heavy backpack. If I'm moving to the airport, minus the electric walkways, right, that there's some of there. If I'm moving to the airport with no baggage, it's a lot easier and more pleasant than if I'm moving to the airport with heavy bags. I had the, an experience recently where I, um, the wheel on my luggage, you know, the wheeled luggage, the, the axle on one of the wheels broke. And no matter how I messed with it, one wheel quit working and so i was dragging my bag right dragging it all the way along and i had a a, a two bags i had you know the carry-on and then the rolly carry-on so i had two carry-ons and the top the, the one that was sitting on top you know that you put on top of the handle a lot of the time was pretty heavy had a computer and some other stuff and i'd brought i brought a couple of books and it was heavier than i wish it was and then i was of course dragging the one below and so it was dragging through the airport and it wasn't a lot of fun uh it would have been great to delete that excess baggage so there's the metaphor and the, and the application to creating your ultimate life which is a life of purpose prosperity and joy well purpose i, I hear a lot of people tell me i don't have a purpose or i wish i could find my purpose there's a lady Janice, uh, Janet Atwood wrote the book, The Passion Test, and I happened to be at an event where she, uh, you know, was going through that on stage and she looked for volunteers. And I don't know why, but often when I raise my hand at an event, I get picked. It's happened more than once. And so 
I got to go up on stage, and she went through the whole passion test process with me on stage. And it was kind of interesting, and it was a process of elimination, trying to find out what things were really important to you. And she did it by asking you questions about what you could not live without. So imagine your life without this. Could you do that? Could you do that? And then by process of elimination, got to the things that were most important. That's one way of finding things that are important to you, at least at that moment in with the frame of reference that you have. But <clears throat> your life purpose is more fundamental than that and, and deeper than that. And, and, you know, the interesting thing is it can change over time. Like uh, if you ask, if you ask me or anyone else and when they're young, uh, unlikely that what they feel like is truly important is going to be the same when you're 25 as when you're 55 or 45 or maybe even 10 years later, 35, because our sets of experiences change everything, our perspective and what we think is important. And they also, it also changes what we think we can do because when we're young, often we think we're invincible and we can do anything and nothing will kill us. I remember feeling like that. And when we're older, you know, we, we are a little more careful. I remember, uh, particularly in a physical way, skiing. I didn't learn to ski till I was 45. Uh, doesn't matter why. Confluence of circumstances. And when I was 45, I went after learning to ski. And by then I had a bunch of kids. And so I would take them to the hill. And they learned faster than I did. And they were able to ski better than me faster. And I just wanted to ski. But I noticed, you know, they were able to do things I couldn't do. And it didn't have anything to do with the shape I was in. I was in good shape. It had to do with what was up here. I had baggage in my head about what was possible. Ooh, I'm scared I'm going to get hurt. And so I would see them jump a hill and just go on it. And I would go on the same hill and I would just hold back the caution. So in building the ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, let's talk about baggage. And more importantly, let's talk about how to get rid of it, because carrying around excess baggage is going to get in your way. And this whole podcast series, all 718 episodes is where we are now, is about the truth that you can have that ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. And you can have it today. It's not out there. I'll be happy when is a death trap. <clears throat> And so, but there are things that make it easier and harder to get there. And that's why we talk about all the different things we do, whether it's with guests or on a solo episode like today. Baggage, most of the baggage that prevents us from getting to that ultimate life is internal. Most of the baggage is inside of us. And I think that's one of the reasons when we're younger, we have less, we haven't had time to collect as much. I don't know about you, but if you've ever stayed in a place five years, 10 years, 15 years, and then moved, every person that I know that ever does that says, oh, I couldn't believe how much stuff I've collected, right? I get a friend right now who is, is not a client, but has talked about coaching with me. Maybe will be eventually, but it doesn't matter. It's moving. Sold his house and moving. And, uh, you know, that's, I talked to him the other day. Oh, I lived here 10 years and I can't believe. Same story, right? You know the drill. That is excess baggage, and there are, there are things that happen in our lives to get rid of it. Moving is a physical example of deleting excess baggage. When Joy and I moved from Phoenix up to Edmonton in 2016, which is about six years ago, a little over six, <clears throat> uh, we lived in the house in Arizona about nine years, and 
It was a big house and we had a lot of stuff in the nine years we had accumulated a ton. Now Joy's an antiques dealer and she had an eBay business and that contributed some to it. But to give you a sense, when we got ready to move, we moved, we took 450 U-Haul boxes to the local auction house for them to sell. 450 U-Haul boxes of stuff. The, 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 not the big ones, but the, you know, the smaller ones. And then on top of that, when we got to Alberta, we gave away to the local Goodwill and stuff, another hundred. So imagine 550 boxes of stuff. Insane to think about that much excess baggage. So that's an example physically. Now I want to talk about spiritually or emotionally, energetically. What is that excess baggage? Well, for everybody, it's different. So what bothers you? There's lots of categories of things. What often bothers people is mistakes they've made, things they, quote, did wrong, people they hurt, lies they told, relationships they were unfaithful in, business partnerships they weren't, you know, all the way true in. That's one thing. Things that you know you did and now you regret. Them. That is baggage, right? And it stays baggage and will be till you get rid of it. We'll talk about how to do that in a minute. Another piece of baggage, besides things you did, did that you're sorry about, is opportunities you missed. Things you were afraid to do, didn't do, could have done, could have, would have, should have. There's another pile of baggage. Oh, if I had just said yes. If I had just X, Y, Z, right? So there's another a pile of baggage. It, uh, there's a poem, part of the lines are, of all the words of tongue and pen, the saddest words are, it might have been. And I know I said all that wrong, except it might have been. And there's a poem that ends like that. So there's another pile of baggage. A third category of baggage, besides things you did wrong and th opportunities you didn't take because you were afraid or, or whatever, is <clears throat> things you don't do because you're afraid. So it is doubt about your own ability and that ability takes many forms. Maybe you think you don't have talent. Maybe you think you could learn something, but you don't have support. Maybe you don't, you believe it's too late, you're too old, you know, whatever, but you're afraid of something, afraid of being laughed at, afraid of failing, afraid of ridicule, afraid of financial consequences. I can't start a business because I got all these obligations. You've heard them and you've probably said many of those. So there's more. Okay, but we'll just expand that third one to include inherent doubts. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I am, it's too late. All of those, I'm not something. Okay? Now, I want you to think right now, what's bothering you? Now, you may be living a very, in nothing. You may say, well, nothing's bothering me. Every single day is as happy as it could be. And I had a chance to talk to somebody brand new uh, just a few days ago, and I asked them if they were happy. And they paused and said, you know, if you'd asked me that a few years ago, I would have said no. And today I'll say uh, mostly. So they had seen progress that they had intentionally engaged in because they'd been engaged in some personal development stuff, and they could notice the progress. And so then we had an interesting conversation about what's missing so you're not gloriously, fully, completely happy today. And I want you to answer that for yourself. If you had to say, why are you not 
just totally, gloriously thrilled with your life right now today? I don't know what you'd say, but when I ask people that, the list of things almost always is 100% externality. I don't have enough money. I'm pressured or threatened by this or that situation. I have a relationship that's in trouble. I'm caring for someone who's ill and it's just draining and I, you know, too many demands on me. I don't have what I want. I'm not in the situation I want. And it's all related to something outside of them. If, 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 and you're going to, you might tell me it's impossible, but if somehow the story in your mind or mine that outside should be a certain way was gone, would you be happy? Could you be happy? What if, and we talked a little bit about this last episode, what if everything was exactly as it should be? And the idea that you or I knew enough to dictate how it ought to be is ridiculous, and we just didn't do that. Could we be happy right now? So the premise here is this. You can be happy today. You can live a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy today. Right here, right now. There's no reason you can't live in unconditional joy. Except you won't let yourself. I'd like that to sink in. There's no reason you can't live. There's nothing that prevents you from living today in unconditional joy. Except you won't allow yourself to be there. Now, you might have a whole raft of arguments against that, but I can tell you that all of those are going to have to do with external circumstances. This or that happened to me, and therefore I can never get over it. I was hurt, abused, mistreated, and I can never get over it. I'm afraid of this or that, and I can never get over it. And they're all going to be outside circumstances. You and I have the power to delete all that excess baggage. Because unless today, right this minute, you're being harmed, injured, you know, you're in imminent physical or spiritual danger right here, right now, all of that is over there or in the past. So if you're in this moment in imminent danger, then you need to take action right away and get help. But 99% of the time we're not, right this minute, nothing is threatening me. And most of the time, nearly always, In fact, no one that I've ever talked to is at that moment in imminent danger. Everything that they're worried about, afraid of, believe they can't overcome or intimidated by is in the past. So if I ask you purpose, and if you just accept for a moment, ultimate life is a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, you can define it any way you want, but I would ask you, why don't you have a life purpose? And often people say, I don't know what it is. Well, what if you choose one? What if you just say, I'm deciding that it's this? And let me give you some examples. I don't know exactly what it is, but right now my life purpose this year is to help 50 million people to discover and serve with their gifts. To discover their gifts and make a choice to serve, to love and serve those around them with those gifts. That's my life purpose right now. Why? Because I said so. Now, I've done a lot of work and meditation and 
divine connection and all that other stuff. So I feel pretty confident in that. But even if I didn't, I can declare that. What I know for sure is purpose. Clarity is overrated. It's not found. It's created. It's created by action. So you think about what do you naturally do? What do you like to do? What is fun? What's, what's a good thing for you? Well, then do that. Lean into it. Do a lot of it. Serve with it. Love with it. Make it. Give it out of love and service. That's an easy way for you to get closer to a purpose. And life purpose can be right now for this period of my life. Like uh, the life purpose I have now, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to say. And 10 years from now or even two years from now, it won't be the same. Last year I had 10 million as the goal. This year is 50. Why? Because I got 10 and now I want to do 50. Maybe it should have been 62. Maybe it should have been 100. I don't know, but it's 50. And I lean into that and love it every day. And if something were to happen that made me understand or feel that wasn't the right thing, then I would change it. But I wouldn't wait until all the possible changes were done before I declared a purpose. So if you want to find a life purpose, start playing with one. Experiment. Go. Delete all the stories, the excess baggage about you can't, it's not your season, your time isn't right, you're too old, you don't have enough money, or you're not talented enough, or whatever the one that's your particular flavor, just let it go. Like, what would you do if you didn't have any of those stories? Well, almost always the answer is, well, I'd, I'd go do this then. Oh, well, why don't you just do that and see what happens? All right, the next thing is to ask the question, uh, whatever it is that's bothering you, whether it's old stuff, whether it's fear, whether it is, you know, you're worried about your reputation in the world or anything else, is it something you can fix? And almost always the answer is no. I can't control anyone else's opinion. I can't even control whether I succeed or fail. I write books. I cannot control whether or not someone loves that book. I write music and perform and put it out. I don't know. I can't control whether someone likes that or not. So I can't fix that. One of the famous painters, I want to say Picasso, but I'm not sure. One of the famous painters was being panned a lot during his lifetime, his paintings, critical, you know, dissing his stuff. And he said, I don't worry about that. I let them worry about that. And I just go get busy on the next one. So he was making a choice to express his gift and letting others do whatever they were going to do about it because he couldn't control that anyway. So uh, nearly all the time, the things that we worry about, we cannot fix. Now, if there's something about you, the way you are showing up in the world, maybe you show up angry all the time. That's something you can work on. But all that outside stuff isn't yours to fix. So if you want to have purpose, prosperity, and joy, Focus on the things you control only. That's like the serenity prayer. Uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change, courage to change the ones I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I think that's a little paraphrased. But it's, it's powerful. If you and me, if each of us only worried, focused, worked on things that we could change, number one, a lot more good stuff would happen. And two, Lots of that excess baggage would go away and you would have the courage to try new things. So when you look at where you want to be, whether it's wealth, health, relationships, whatever it is, making a mark in the world, 
Like, what's stopping you? What's bothering you about that? I don't know how can be fixed in a minute. The how is easy. There is someone that knows to do how to do exactly what you want to do. So go get some help and find it. I don't know how is not a reason. I don't have the courage or the will to go find it. Yeah, okay, why not? So that's a good question. Can you fix it? If it's in here, I can fix it. If it's out there, I can't. And then my choice is the ones that are out there, am I going to allow that to bother me or am I just going to let it go? Am I going to delete the excess baggage? Most of the time we worry, most of our worry is about things we cannot fix. So I've got a client right now, more than one, that has issues in their family, right? Kids, stepkids, you know, there's problems. And a lot of the drama in our conversation comes with they should be X and, you know, this shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't be happening. An important question is, is it yours to fix? Like as much fun as we think it, as we might think it would be to be able to tell people what to do or make them do something, whoever it is, kids, relationship people, business partners, others, we can't. And all the energy we waste trying is truly wasted energy. So it goes back to owning the things I can fix and then spending my love, time, and energy on those things. Prosperity is the second one. So we've talked about purpose. Prosperity is the next one. You may have all the prosperity you want right now. You may have everything you want. There are two keys to this. You may feel like you want some more. I want more. I want more resources because I can spread the message I have faster. I have all that I need. I absolutely need nothing. I have all that I need. I know what I would do as I create more resources, and I am. I am, and they're coming, and I'm doing more. I have bigger plans. 10 million, 50 million. Next year, maybe it'll be 100. So the acquisition of resources, prosperity, is so much more than money. It's connections, it's people, it's my connection with the divine, it's my health, my relationship with joy, my wife, and my relationship with unconditional joy, which is a choice I make every minute of every day. So prosperity doesn't come all at once. Uh, Well, somebody just won the $1.9 billion lottery ticket, so they're gonna get an enormous amount of financial prosperity Although history dictates that nearly every single one of those people that have those kind of huge windfalls within four or five years are broke, have lost all their money, been swindled out of, or whatever it is. It's really sad. There's a reason for that. That's the subject of another episode. When we don't create the prosperity and it just falls on us, we don't have a relationship with that work and then we don't know how to handle it. And I don't mean we're stupid. I just mean we haven't had a relationship with the creation of the wealth. And so it's really difficult to handle. Not to mention the fact there's all kinds of crooks and, you know, family that come out of the woodwork that want part of your windfall. Prosperity is a growth process. Prosperity of relationships is a growth growth process. Prosperity of your spiritual connection. Prosperity of your wallet and your bank account. It is a growth process. You don't wave a wand and have it, but there are two pieces. One, you can take one step today. And so take that step. 
The other piece to this is to know and be satisfied with what you have today. If I live in the constant feeling of I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I'll be happy when I have one more zero in the bank account or another 10000 or $10 million, then I'm always not happy. I can choose to be happy today. The not being happy is excess baggage. I'm deleting. I'm deleting that baggage. I don't need to worry about it. I'm not starving and I don't need anything right now. I am going to work. I'm going to take the next step to prosperity, whether it's financial or in my health or relationships or whatever it is, right? So that is more baggage you can delete. And every time we delete that baggage, the next step becomes easier. It's like walking up the mountain becomes lighter, faster, and so forth. So the worry about that I don't have it already or I don't see the path. Just walk to the edge of the light that you have. Do the step that's in front of you. I had a client a couple of years ago that was so fussed about not knowing exactly the steps. Well, I don't know. If I do this, it might be a waste of time. And he wasted a year worrying about wasting a step, worrying about doing the wrong thing. Well, that's not uncommon. That's another pile of baggage. I'm worried I'll do the wrong thing. Well, just do the wrong thing. And you'll know really quickly, well, that didn't work. And, and so we have this idea that if it doesn't work, we're somehow bad. We failed. We get embarrassed. Go be embarrassed. Go fail. Go do stuff. Right? It's all learning. Failure isn't anything except an interesting data point. That's all baggage. All those stories are baggage you can delete. So purpose, prosperity. Prosperity is a process. No matter what it is you're trying to have more prosperity in, number one, choose to be happy today. And then two, take the next step moving toward that goal. And if it's the wrong step, fine, fix it. Ready, fire, steer is the way I always think about that. And the last one, purpose, prosperity, and joy, in my three-part definition of your ultimate life, that is instantaneously available. Part of my PTAC, personal truth and commitment, and if you want to know more about that, reach out. Part of my PTAC is I am that I have unconditional joy which means I live in joy every day. The, the person you see here, the same person, morning to night, first breath to last every single day, because I choose to do that. I create and live in unconditional joy every day. Not magic. It's a choice, and it's a choice that's available to all of us. So this whole episode is an episode to help you make a choice to either own your baggage and love it or delete all the excess baggage about your purpose, about prosperity, and about the stories about whether or not you can have it and not knowing how and about joy, which is available to you right here, right now. Purpose, prosperity, and joy. I invite you with all my heart and love to create your ultimate life right now. Take the steps that you can today, not the ones for tomorrow. Take the ones in front of you and join me as you create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.